What's up? <clears throat> and welcome back to another episode of 100 Mondays. Um, today, I'm going to be talking about what I perceive to be the number one reason why you will either have harmony or disharmony in your life and how to manufacture control over the harmony, disharmony in your life across your business, uh, your personal relationships, um, your clients, your team, whatever it might be. And the whole sole purpose of this 100 Mondays uh, series is a, an accumulation of the fact, because it's a truth, that we may only get 100 Mondays left on Earth, right? And I'm lucky enough that I've been able to get to episode number two of this, which means that I've been able to actually get another Monday ahead, which means that I'm still here, which means that I get to share my next huge lesson from the last week with the intentions and hopes that the, 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 the value that you can draw out and extract from this is something you can use in your life for longer than I live and exist on this earth in the first place because I don't know how long I'm going to get here. Um, and today's episode for all intent and purpose is really for, it's, it's as, as a reminder to myself, but it's also for directly for our clients who have a hard time managing the expectation of their clients and their family that drive the actual um, or dri drive the vision for their family in what's necessary for them to achieve in their own lives at the same time as well. Um, but for anyone out there who also isn't a client, the whole purpose of this is to sort of rewire your mind and get your, your mind in the right place. Because I find that one of the biggest things that most business owners or just anyone who's in their own personal development stuff suffer with is the fact that if you don't have your head in the right place, it makes it really hard to actually implement any of the stuff that's necessary. And uh, my experience is that, and again, it's only my experience, my limited experience on planet earth is that people already know what's necessary for them to do. They know when they feel aligned with something, they know when they don't feel aligned with something, but the way that they're thinking about things is typically what stops them from actually achieving what they want because they're thinking poorly. And my whole purpose in doing this show is to actually help you guys think about things a little bit better um, or think more productively to actually uh, extract what you actually want out of your life, live a life by design and live limitlessly because most people out there are living limited right now. Um, so happy Easter to anyone who is listening to this. And I think that where it's best to start off is probably give you a bit of a recap on what's happened within our own lives in the past week, right? My, I say our own lives. It's my life. Um, the past week and the premise of this show essentially, right, today's episode is all about align alignment of expectations, uh, refining those expectations, and then managing them through to success for whatever person that you might be trying to align expectations with, whether it be a new client, whether it be an existing client, whether it be your girlfriend, wife, child, boyfriend, husband, child again, um, family member, person who is your coach, whatever it might be, right? Um, and it's been, a, it, it's been like a guiding light understanding this premise of, of expectation management more than anything else. When you don't have expectation management right, it's when you typically feel the most disharmony in life. It's when things feel really hard. Um, you feel like you're never actually getting your message across to the person that you're trying to. So as an example, like um, 
having a client that you're working with that isn't meeting your expectations um, mainly is, and to illustrate with an example, this happens quite a lot, is with the people that we work with being lead generation agencies, they say that people who they work with always have a hard time um, following with the leads and, you know, they, are, they, they aren't in a position where um, they actually uh, do the work to the expectations that they had in the first place. And nine times out of 10, it's typically because uh, expectations were not aligned correctly and uh, deeply enough for there to be a comprehension of what expectations were on both sides, which creates the unnecessary disharmony that is that lives within um, all experience on earth, if I'm completely honest, right? And this has become really apparent um, for myself in the past week where, you know, hiring some new appointments at the moment. Um, we have some existing team looking to take on more responsibility. We have... Um, uh, some new program updates and some new things that are happening within uh, our business that are going to be more, um, you know, the, the cause of that effect is going to be really good for our clients because we help them build teams and we help them actually, you know, get their teams into a place where all those expectations are managed at a really high degree at the same time as well. So they can, you know, become the CEOs of their business if they choose to and actually live the life that they want to working on the business, not in the, in the business, which is really cool. But there has to be some expectations that need to be aligned within our clients to show that that's the case at the same time as well because there's new expectations that will be set there. So they need to be set at the same time too. Um, I have to train the team on the new expectations, um, which has been quite challenging at the same time too. And I've got some like personal big life decisions that I need to make that uh, involve the expectations of my partner, involve the expectations of... Um, uh, my family involve the expectations of the business, the team, the clients, uh, and my and, and managing my own expectations through that process is really fucking hard at the same time. So when you get this wrong, you 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 feel it inside. You know that there's something that you aren't actually uh, living up to the uh, to the standard expectation of in any way, shape, and form. And again, my my personal belief is that all disharmony or harmony in life is created out of uh, expectation alignment, refinement, or management. Um, how most people typically tend to go about uh, expectations in the first place is everyone has expectations of someone else. Um, whether they actually get uh, communicated in a way where the person who, you're, who you have the expectations of actually comprehends them is a very different story. Um, and I think that one of the things that I have probably uh, fought so hard for for the longest time and something that I really want to get across to you guys is a really big life lesson in this uh in this episode today is that the, the better you get at aligning expectations, the quicker you'll get to where you want to be in life. As long as you manage your own expectations through that process at the same time as well. Because if you have uh, poor expectations of yourself and poor and poorly communicated expectations of the other people who are in your life, who you haven't communicated those expectations to properly, it will create a huge amount of dissonance between you and the person that you are expecting things of and it will create a disharmony for the example again of um you know people who aren't following up with their leads or whatever it might be maybe you're having a fight with your wife because you know someone said they were going to take the fucking bins out and they didn't um and now there's a, a, a household drama because of it or maybe it's because you know one person wants to buy a house and the other person doesn't want to buy a house um, and there's some misaligned expectations there and you just need to work at getting clear on what both parties want in that situation and, and work out what the most uh, supportive way to go about that is. Um, 
And anyone who's been through any of those uh, experiences with poorly aligned expectations will very well know that it feels like uh, it feels like hell. It really does. Um, and I really want to help give you guys some insight as to what you can do to hopefully um, realign expectations if they aren't done, if, if they aren't aligned properly right now and uh, align expectations for all new situations so that they're actually um, congruent with the, what it is that you actually want to achieve with whoever, with whoever it is you're uh, trying to align expectations with, be it a client, partner, staff, or yourself. Um, and then the process of managing those expectations once they're actually aligned and they've been refined to a point where people both agree and have comprehension and congruence between the things that you're trying to achieve at the same time too. Not doing this will create a huge amount of disharmony and doing this will create whatever fucking life you want um, and it will be by design, not by uh, like by force of nature, if that makes sense, right? Because nothing happens in, in, in the context of that by itself. And um, I think that the first place to start here is that more about, because most people listen to this and this will be for, for the clients more than anything else, right? Is for you to manage expectations with, because uh, I'm going to go across uh, clients, staff, relationships, and self. So I'm going to start with clients because this is one that for everyone who's listening, um, some of the biggest mistakes when it comes to uh, aligning expectations for a new client of yours is that the expectation alignment starts well earlier than it, than you expect it to for most situations. And I'll illustrate in an example. So let's talk about the cause of like the, the causal effect of not aligning expectations early on enough. And I illustrated a little bit earlier with the example of, you know, people not following up with their leads enough, or whatever it might be. Um, typically why this is happening is because people don't understand what their uh, commitment to your uh, role in the situation might be. So to illustrate through the example of our clients specifically, um, you know, maybe in the sales process, there was some expectations that weren't aligned well enough um, in the discovery portion of the sales process to understand whether this person actually had the right systems in place and skills that were required, that were necessary more so than acquired, um, to follow up effectively with people that come through their pipeline if they get them opportunities. And by not having the actual uh, discovery done properly in um, the sales process, what that's created is a misaligned set of expectations for you and the client that you've just got because you've, you expect them to have all these systems in place to actually follow up with people. They're expecting that the people that you actually sent through to them are just going to be world-class and sign up with them because they actually have... Um, you know, because you're, you're meant to be an expert, right? Like you, you, you just get them these fucking unicorn leads um, that are just meant to pay them money, right? But both of those not actually aligning creates the disharmony, which creates the, um, the amount of lack of trust and the amount of frustration you'll experience in the majority of your sales process, which is why most people don't trust you in the first place because they've been burnt by so many other people that haven't aligned expectations with them in the past. Um Typically, all, 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 all misaligned expectations started at the sales process. Um, you know, illustrating through the example of uh, the lead uh, follow-up issue for majority of the people who listen to this who, who do a lead generation service or um, something where you must have your clients have an expect or you have an expectation of your clients to some degree. Um, if you don't uncover 
what your expectations are for them to be met of your clients in the sales process, it will be extremely hard for you to manage those expectations later on. Um, and I'll illustrate through the way that we do this in our own sales process. So when I'm on a sales call with someone um, and I've discovered that these are the people that we can't help, these are the actual um, the specific problems that I know that we can solve, that my team can handle and that we actually want to help people through the actual process of. So to give you an example of this, like if there's someone who is uh, sort of at like five to eight K um, in, month, in monthly recurring revenue and they want to get to 30 K, I know that from an expectation standpoint, as long as they are willing to, um, you know, do organic marketing, um, uh, use direct messenger to speak to people, build systems and processes, follow a plan that we ask, follow up with people, and then communicate with us at a really deep level, um, meaning that they're willing to be held accountable and these other things. I know that at the sales process level, I can actually manage the expectations well enough of these people so they can see and conceptualize what will be expected of them in three weeks, four weeks, when things actually start kicking off for there to be success in the relationship to any you know, uh, stretch of the imagination of what success would seem like to them. And if I don't do that well enough in the sales process, what happens is they start working with us and it puts them in a place where they don't have um, uh, a clear understanding of what they need to be doing on a daily basis. And this is where they start falling short on the expectations that we had from them. And there's a, like a, a complete um, misalignment of expectations, which creates that cognitive dissonance where they're like, well, this should be working. It's not working. Um, and then they start blaming us when in actuality, um, the fact is that they weren't doing the necessary work, but when in actualities, uh, like the, when the inception point of where that problem in their mind's eye came up was because we didn't manage expectations well enough from day one to say that these, like, this is what you, is expected of you to work with us through to success. And if you don't do this, it will not succeed for you. Now, most people never have that conversation with someone. And I think that by not starting that conversation off in the sales process, it makes it really fucking hard for you to um, like refine those expectations and then manage those expectations later on. And this is where people have people want to leave them in the first month of the service or not actually, um, you know, get the result that they want. It creates that like fear based reality where you feel like, fuck, is it ever going to get easier? Whatever it might be. And it's, um, it's really fucking hard. And my experience is, um, it starts in the sales process. You need to get really, 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 really clear on what it is you expect of a client. And you need to add some questions into your uh, discovery process that would um, uncover whether they would be willing and able and would commit to the things that you expect them to commit to, to succeed within your services. Because if you do not, it will create that disharmony that will create a world where you don't end up working with that person. And maybe you end up um, with a bad review or whatever it might be. And that's exactly what you don't want to happen through any stretch of the imagination. The next place you want to put some, a lot, a, a lot of effort into that is like in the onboarding process as well, right? Like the onboarding process is um, essentially just explaining how they can get the best out of your service and realign like, um, or recommitting to the expectations that were spoken about on the actual discovery part of the sales call so that they can understand that if you're in a position that you guys are doing this together, you need to know that you are in this together and that you are both going to be committed to each other and you actually do communicate and, and they understand what the communication um, cadence is going to be between you because if they don't understand the communication cadence, it will create that, like, I expected to hear from you every fucking day and I haven't heard from you in a month. 
um, that will create another uh, disharmony within your business through the client relations that you currently have. It will create a lot of frustration for you, which comes into the management portion, which is where you need to actually have uh, a communication cadence in place that they understand um, is going to be implemented and committed to on both sides where you guys get an opportunity to realign and refine the actual expectations of what happened by reviewing the past few weeks so that when you said that you were going to get them X result or whatever it might be, you were able to actually manage that expectation and say, hey, we're, about, we're a, little bit behind, a little bit behind or, you know, this is happening, whatever it might be, um, so that there's still harmony in the relationship and you guys know whether they're holding up their end of the bargain at the same time too, right? By not having that expectation aligned from day one, um, it makes it so you can't refine or manage the expectation later on, which means that they don't have any trust in you because they don't really know what to expect by any like by any stretch of like the the the, the means behind it, which makes it really hard for you to um, you know continue with them long term. So my strong recommendation for when it comes to clients is that you need to actually um, uh, start the expectation management portion as early as you can. Um, and my, 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 my truth in recommendation here is actually starting in your, your content marketing. Um, the quicker you can start in your content marketing, the easier it will be for you to actually uh, market the expectations that you have of your clients so that when they actually get to the point where you're actually going to call with them, they actually know what their expectations are already or what they should be already or at least have a bit of an idea. But what it also does is it gives you a huge um, advantage where – Every single day, you are getting clearer on what your expectations actually are because you're, uh, what, what's happening is you're putting yourself in a position where you actually have to um, get clear on it because you have to market it. And when you have to get clear on something to market it, it revalidates what your expectations of people are. So when it gets to the time where you actually get to a point where it may be the actual um, uh, the discovery portion of the sales call or the actual... Um, uh, onboarding call or the, the management expectations calls you actually have, you have redefined what success looks like in your mind's eye to manage those and, and, and communicate those expectations in such a way that makes it really easy for someone to actually be able to understand what it is you really need out of them. And they can understand what they need out of you at the same time as well. If you do not do that, you will lose that client and it will be really fucking hard to do so. So my strong recommendation is to do that. Um, I have fucked this up many times in the past. Um, I think that we're getting pretty good at it now. Uh, my, you know, the, the people that we work with understand what is expected and that's what creates a good long-term relationship with us. And without it, you, you, you run the risk of uh, having your head in your hands all sync like all day long at the same time as well. But this isn't really the only area that you'll find that this is a huge problem, um, especially like, you know, staying on the topic of business. Uh, too many people that I see will actually hire staff and not align their expectations properly. Right? As an example, um, we are hiring in your we, we we are hiring new appointment service right now, and um, where most people fuck up when it comes to hiring in general, right? Like whether it be a virtual assistant, whether it be a appointment service salesperson, client success manager, uh, whatever it might be, right? Is too many people will hire knowing that there's a problem, but not actually create a pathway of expectation that gives them a clear insight as to how they want that problem solved. Um, because what then happens is that the person you've actually hired doesn't know what is expected of them and they don't know what to do. They don't have an expectation of what 
um, success looks like in that role, which creates a world where you just expected them to be able to come in and work it out. But the truth of the matter is that they were expecting you to create a pathway for them so they could actually see what success looked like. And they were expecting you to actually go through the process of um, helping them to success. And that's what a good leader is meant to do. Now, by not doing that, it creates a world where the person just feels like this is not the role for them, when they could have been a perfectly good fucking candidate and made a real huge impact in your business and the long-term trajectory of it, long tra- long-term trajectory, that, that's a word, um, long-term trajectory of it, but you kind of fucked up because you didn't put yourself um, in your best foot forward by managing those expectations from day one in the first place. And funnily enough, this comes back down to like the way you actually recruit. Um, Your expectations must be in the way you recruit, right? When you first speak with someone, when you put your job description together, whatever it might be. And this is actually a huge issue that I see a lot of people do too. They never put a clear job description together, which creates a huge like misalignment of expectations from day one at the same time as well. But just to illustrate, um, given we are hiring new appointment setters right now and take note on any clients who are looking or, or currently doing the same right now, Um, I spent maybe 12 hours over the weekend uh, going through the process of putting together uh, a new one-page document for our appointments that are explaining, um, you know, where the leads are, how to best communicate with each specific different type of lead, whether it be from our group, whether it be from an email, whether it be from um, existing pipeline management uh, type of leads, um, whether it be an old lead that we're, we're re-communicating with whatever it is and giving them specific sequences and processes to actually succeed there um, with examples, with um, some case studies of, of how it worked um, and also going through the process of showing them what success looks like um, in the daily activity that they need to actually be focused on to actually succeed. So that's expectation of amount of outbound to be done, expectation of um, the times they're meant to be working, amount of hours they're meant to be putting in, and amount of hours it takes to be successful in the role at the same time as well. Um, And then, so that's them understanding their role. So they have a clear understanding and then expectancy of what that looks like. But then also explaining, you know, we're going to be meeting every single day for the uh, huddle. And this is what's to be expected on the huddle. In this context, it's, it's, we're going to be reviewing the numbers, we're going to be reviewing performance, we're going to be reviewing projections. This is how, and then creating something that shows them this is how to then best prepare for that. So you can be prepared with wins, your numbers, um, and then projections so we can manage those at the same time as well. Um, and the thing is, if the person that I'm hiring, so in this context for us right now, it's the new appointment setters, if they don't understand what success looks like in amount of activity they need to do, the specific type of activity for the specific type of activity, for the specific type of leads, some successful um, uh, sets through like Loom videos or whatever it might be, um, success in what the huddles will look like, uh, an expectation of when the huddles will be specifically in every single day and how to best prepare for those so they can actually be at their highest performance to every like to, to, 20, um, 20 part of it. It's going to be really hard for them to come in and be really fucking good really fucking quickly. Um, And for the most part, where I see most people fuck up with that is they're not willing to put the work in to actually get really clear on what the expectancies are of these people. And it's typically, if they say they don't know what that is, it's typically they they just haven't sat down and like taken the time to work that the fuck out. And that's, that's completely on you. I've got to be honest, right? Like um, the really uh, 
you know, the, the way we try to fix this for our clients is we make it as easy as possible by um, helping them and giving them expectations to set until they're ready to actually have their own expectations at the same time as well. But by doing this and then explaining what the first seven days, the first um, uh, 14 days, the first 28 days will look like and what the expected amount of activity and the amount of results that are meant to be happening for that period of time looks like, it creates what success looks like for the new staff member. Um, when that's done and when you're working with them and they actually know exactly what to do, it makes the ramp up time with that staff member really fucking easy for them to be successful within it. And that's for every staff member, um, whether it be a, an appointment setter, whether it be a virtual assistant, whether it be a, a client success manager, whether it be a sales person, whether it be an operations manager, whatever it might be, right? They need to know what success looks like and they need to know what's expected of them. And, they, and you also need to know what they expect of you um, for them to understand how to be successful at the same time as well, which is comes through the management and reporting side at the same time too. Too many people fuck up with this and the uh, what, what that creates for them is an appointment set up, a client success director or whatever it might be who comes into their business and says, this is not the role for me. I expected you to be so much more organized um, and then they want to leave you and they never want to be like, they, they actually like, they will go to someone who was better organized and had better leadership for them to actually go through the process of actually, um, helping them become the best version of themselves. Cause the fact of the matter is, um, when you're hiring someone, you're actually hiring someone to develop them, to actually make them a, an entrepreneurial spirit within your own business to actually create the actual like combined lives that you both want, because the best way to actually enroll someone into the actual uh, business that you want to create long-term is by helping them create the life that they want using your business as the vehicle to doing so by aligning the actual goals that they have in their personal life to the actual goals of the business and connecting them in such a way where it shows that they can actually achieve everything they want through the vehicle of your business to any like to 20 degree at the same time as well, which only comes back to aligning and managing expectations. If you do not do it in that context, it will come back and bite you in the ass really, really, really fucking hard. I think I sucked at this for a long time. I think I'm getting a lot better at this now. I think that knowing that the biggest thing that drives success with staff is um, management of expectations and driving performance through aligning the actual goals that they have with the goals of the company so they can actually get what they want out of their lives. It is a huge, huge, huge competitive advantage when you have all that stuff in place because you get to grow a lot faster, a lot quicker and with a team that you love at the same time. With clients that you love to help them manage the expectations of your leads because the same goes with, um, it's it's like a waterfall of expectations, right? Like you need to set the expectation for the, the role of these people um, so that the roles like the, you know, let's use, uh, let's illustrate with an appointment seller, appointment setter as an example. If they don't understand how to manage the expectations of um, their leads, then the people they put on a calls are not going to be aligned with the way that you actually help people. And it's going to just going to create more and more and more disharmony, right? Like there's level, there's levels of expectation, which is just a crazy um, thing to ever consider here. So my, my strong recommendation is like, make sure that the staff that you have understand the expectations that need to be um, put in place so they can create the management of expectations and aligning them and refining them with the people that they are responsible for doing the actual uh, expectation aligning with, be it a lead, be it a client, be it a um, distributor, whatever it might be, right? 
um, which always comes back to the management of how you manage their performance and expectations through that process at the same time as well. If you fuck that up, I promise you, you will not grow to the stage that you want to and you will put yourself well, well, well behind. Um, and it's just not fun. It will make life really fucking hard for you. I strongly recommend that you don't make life harder than it needs to be. Life's already hard. Um, you don't need to make any harder than, than, than it needs to be. Um, I think that the next area, and I'm sorry that this isn't like, uh, this isn't like really structured. I'm just giving you some insight from the past week that I know has worked. Like I've covered cl like clients and how to manage those expectations. Um, and, and some of the ma major pitfalls there, I've covered staff and managing those expectations and some of the major pitfalls there. But truth be told, um, some of the biggest expectations that you don't align properly are the ones that are in your personal life and the expectations of self, right? Um, I know that personally, in my own personal life, uh, I always have the most disharmony when the expectations aren't aligned with my, my girlfriend, my family, and my friends, the people who are closest to me and all those things as well. Sometimes uh, you're, you're, you're in a world where you have low expectations with the people around you. Like uh, to illustrate with an example, you can say that you have that old friend where you actually don't speak to them for three years, but you can catch up with them again. And you guys are so happy to actually, um, you know, be, be together again. And it's just like old days, like a low maintenance, low expectation friend. Um, where you're in a position where it's it's really easy, right? Gets a little bit harder when you're with someone every single day. Um, gets a little bit harder when it's your wife. Gets gets a little bit harder when it's your husband. Gets a little bit harder when it's your child. Gets a little bit harder when it's when it's someone that um, is relying on you for something, and you are relying on them for something. Um, relationships, meaning like your uh, love relationship is probably the place where this will manifest the most. Um, if your partner doesn't know where you are going with them, if they don't know whether you're on track and having like performance indicators in the same way that a business does um, within your relationship, it will be really hard for you to actually uh, maintain harmony in that relationship at the same time as well. And it takes a lot of hard work to actually align and realign um, expectations with someone who you are in a long-term committed relationship with. And nine times out of 10, the disharmony starts um, by not communicating and making sure that there's comprehension with the expectations that you had of your partner. This will show up in your sexual relationship. This will show up in um, life course direction and where you guys both expected to be going and where, where, where you aren't going. And um, the disharmony that's creating within you guys at the same time too, which might, uh, put you guys in, but is in a position where you guys don't even want to fucking talk to each other for a while, whatever it might be. Um, and I don't care who you are. Like you have felt the pain of this in the past because you felt the pain of like some form of past relationship where it's not been uh, good or whatever it is to illustrate, right? Like um, an expectation of mine, right? Which just frustrated me just then. Um, he, he just walked into the house. I expected to not have someone walk into the house just now. And it pissed me off a little bit because I, I typically when I'm recording stuff like this, I like it to be really, um, I'm trying to think of the word. It's, it's really uh, deep stuff. And I don't like it. That, I almost feel like it's uh, um, scary to do it in front of people, which is weird because I'm doing it live. But like in front of people live, in, who are in my house, whatever it might be, always feels really funny to do that. Um, and my expectations weren't 
met just then and it made me feel really angry just quickly at that point in time too, which is a relationship expectation. I didn't know it was going to be the idea it was not, but this is a perfect example to illustrate, right? My expectations were not met. And I was kind of pissed off. This is the same with your wife when you have not like communicated what it's going to look like by taking the bins out this way, communicate or not communicated with when you guys are going to go on holiday. It will manifest in your child when your your kid keeps asking, um, you know, when are we going to Disneyland? You, and you're not creating cl- a clear picture of what that looks like for them. And then they end up fucking hating you because you don't actually have um, a clear picture. And then your wife starts like thinking, no, I'm not going to say your wife's going to think less of you. But by not creating a clear picture and giving them a vision of what success looks like in the future or what you communicate together to make that happen, um, it will create a huge amount of disharmony, Right. And I'm not going to say I'm perfect in this because if I'm honest, this is probably the area where I'm weakest in, in all of these. I'm really good at the business stuff. I'm really good at um, staffing and all sort of stuff too. But when it comes to personal relationships, I'm a little bit, uh, I'm a little bit less good because I think, you know, there's a whole lot of abandonment issues and all sort of shit too, just being completely honest with you, right? Um, I think I'm getting better. I think that uh, the way I communicate with my partner and the way that I actually put my, my best foot forward to, uh, make sure and assess comprehension with that and make sure that we are aligned and are on the same page. And it doesn't always turn out that we actually are. Um, you know, there's a huge issue at the moment where I'm, I'm working out whether um, I can run the whole business from Australia, right? And that's that's creating a lot of disharmony right now. And I'm, I'm saying that with uh, an open heart right now because it is a huge problem that I'm experiencing. Um, and it's just being vulnerable to show that, you know, sometimes it's not as easy that as, as, as it says that it can be, but as long as you realign and work, work through this stuff, um, and have the hard conversation that does make life a lot easier at the same time as well. Um, but like strong recommendation, right? Like people need to feel appreciated. People need to feel loved. People need to feel and understand what both of those look like. Like in a relationship, you should definitely understand what your partner's love languages are so you can actually support them in the best way possible. You should understand, you should ask them questions like how can i best support you today you should let them know what your wins are you should let them know what you're struggling with you should let them know what was hard today you should let them know what um what they don't understand that they need to understand um in order for them to best serve you you should let them know what your needs are you should let them know what your wants are you should make sure that they are um facilitating or at least allowing you to like create that within yourself um in your own life because otherwise you'll live in a disharmony and create cognitive dissonance between where you feel that you are and where you should be and that will create a really bad relationship with you and them at the same time too i also want to offer the cliff note that i'm not perfect in relationships i fucked every relationship up perfectly um but i also know what could have saved a lot of the actual uh you know disharmony that was necessary like disharmony um, that didn't necessarily need to be there. And it always came through management of expectations, which if I'm honest, the best way to do that is like, make sure you bring things up earlier than they need to and make sure that you actually get clear on your own wants and needs. So you actually put yourself in a position where you actually have the ability to communicate that and get comprehension that they can actually offer you that and give them, give, give your partner an opportunity to do the same for you too, right? Like maybe you guys need to put together a schedule on like who looks after the kids at what time. Um, and so like wifey can have a bit of time to herself. So she's not stressed and struggling through that context. Um, or maybe it's like, th- there could be a million different examples of this, but the, the main thing is that you need to get on the same page more often than not. You need to define what the same page is and you need to actually make sure that you guys are aligned in the same way. And funnily enough, it's done in the exact same way, as I mentioned with uh, clients and staff, it's just a different level of responsibility because you have more responsibility to this person. Um, 
because you, you just need to discover and work out what success looks like to them and you need to tell them what success looks like to you and you need to um, work out how to make it work so you guys can work through it, right? And that comes through the management expectation portion at the same time too. And by not doing this, typically, um, this is a really funny one, right? Typically, by not doing this, this manifests in your business. Um, and the reason why I wanted to talk about this is by not doing this, uh, Areas that you did not focus on in your relationship will manifest in your business in a way that actually makes life really fucking hard for you. So I'll illustrate with an example. Every time you avoid something in your relationship, you, choose, you, you typically tend to avoid it in your business as well. So uh, a perfect example of this is um, there was a point in time where I was completely avoiding responsibility. I just felt like being responsible to things, people and other, like, uh, other um, people other than myself was too hard and I didn't want to do it. Um, well, that was the unconscious reasoning behind it anyway. The way I, I probably communicated was like, this is really hard. Um, I'm scared, uh, whatever it might be. Um, and every time I avoided something in my relationship, I also realized that I was avoiding the exact same thing in my business. To illustrate with specifics here, right? Like if I avoided helping give my partner clarity, I was also avoiding giving my team clarity. And it was either because I just didn't take the time to get really clear on what it was that my expectations were at the same time, or it was because I was too scared that someone would not align with those, um, which creates this like fear-based um, reality where you don't actually have the ability to get what you want in life. And that's probably the worst thing that you can do. And you, you will see it manifest in both areas of your life. I think Sam Ovens talks about it a lot where I, I don't remember the exact quote that he used, but like your business problems are your life problems. And typically they come back to your relationship at the same time as well. And if you don't um, deal with your home shit, I promise you that it will manifest in your business. And if you don't want your business to suffer um, and you don't want your life to suffer, I would totally recommend that you get really clear on what, what it is that you're trying to do in your personal relationship at the same time too. Sit your wife down, sit your husband down and like get to the bottom of what's not working and then be really open and honest and vulnerable and don't be scared of uh, what the consequences might be because like you can't control everything, right? Um, it's like another lesson that I'm trying to uh, continually learn at the same time as well. Um, which brings me to like the last and should, it, it, it's, it's, it's actually the most important, if I'm completely honest. Um, this is the relationship and expectation with self. Um, I think too many people fuck this area up, which is why they have the most disharmony in their lives. Um, my reasoning behind saying this is because like if you trace back everything that I've mentioned in this episode so far to what creates the actual um, disharmony, it's you not knowing what you want and need and what will make you create the life that you would have by design and create what limitless living looks like for you specifically. So it comes back to expectations of self at all times. Um, and... A lot of the time, this comes back to like people just being too scared or living in a world where they have so many of their own uh, upper limits that they don't believe that they deserve the stuff that they say that they want. And it creates this world where they start giving, you know, every excuse under the sun up, um, which is not uncommon. I've done this, you know, no, no short of amount of times. Um, a great book to listen to or, or read that will illustrate some stuff around this specific uh, self-discovery and give you some good strategies for this is uh, Gay Hendricks. 
um, the big leap, which is essentially helping you get out of your own way enough to actually get to the point of discovery that says, you know, that you can say clearly, like, this is what I want out of life. And this is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm willing to do to make it happen at the same time as well. But one of the, um, the, the, the biggest things you can do is actually, uh, what I think one of the, the biggest, some my words up there. Um, one of the best things that helped me do this um, and get clear on this stuff was there's a, uh, a video that Frank Kern did um, that was essentially about your perfect day. If you go to Google, sorry, go to YouTube and type in Frank Kern, the perfect day. Um, I think a video will come up. It's about uh, 45, it's maybe like an hour long. It will help um, give you a real clear insight to how to create the life by design that you want and need for you to be happy and for you to be feeling like you're progressing towards the things you actually want, irrespective of the limitations that you will set for yourself in any, any way, shape and form. And then the goal is to start working towards that. For me, right? Like I said, I wanted to live on the water. I said, I wanted to um, grow, grow this coaching business. I said, I wanted to do all that stuff. And you know, all that stuff is manifested for me and it's, it's really cool, but you have to keep getting clear on what you want and what your expectations of life are and what your expectations of yourself are and whether you're expecting too much of yourself, which could also fuck you up quite a fair bit at the same time as well. Um, one of the biggest questions that I've wrestled with lately, and this is just me being honest again, is I felt quite limited in my relationship with my colleague honest. And because of that, it's, it was, it was completely me. It was, it had nothing to do with my partner, completely 110% me. Um, it was because I was thinking incorrectly and I've shared this with a few different clients. Uh, I've shared this with my team. And it's it's impacted many people's lives from this one question so far. And I thought that if I could share this with you guys um, or whoever listens to this, because I may not get another opportunity, because I may not get episode three from this, I may die between then and then, I do not know. And I don't think it would be appropriate for me to not share this with you guys. But the biggest question I've been asking myself lately is, if I was single, what would I be doing differently? Um, and a lot of... Uh, a lot of fear came up when I um, uh, rattled off the answers to that, right? Um, you know, I've, I've, I've had a world where because of past relationships and past experiences that um, where if I was doing well in business, it meant that I, like there was more expectation on me um, in my relationships and people were starting to use me a little bit. And it was um, uh, something where, doing good equaled people using me and making me feel like a, like I wasn't worthy if I wasn't doing well, if that makes sense, um, which would make me stay limited and stay in a comfort zone that would keep me so people wouldn't start using me in any respectively bad way, whatever it might be. And I started brain dumping every answer that I could to the question of if I was single, what would I be doing differently? Um, then I'd ask myself the next question because there was like a shopping list of questions that came up there, right? Um, the next question I asked myself was like, cool. So like, uh, I actually have it here. Um, what's the fee stopping me from doing that right now? Um, and by answering the question to what's the fear stopping me from doing that right now, it gives you the clear picture of what is it that is specifically standing in between me and the things that are really necessary right now. Now, by asking this question, just for context, when I say like, if I was single, what would I be doing? What I don't mean is like, uh, cool, I'm going to break up my part or whatever it is. It means like, cool, I'm in a relationship, but I also need to be getting what, what, what I want out of life at the same time as well. Because if I don't do that, um, I'm not going to be the best version of myself for my partner. And that's going to create a world where neither of us are happy by any stretch of the imagination yet again. And I need to make sure that I'm the best version of myself so I can be the best version of myself with her so we can be moving towards the things that we both want at the same time too. Um, and I found that 
you know, the easiest and best way for me to do this within my own life, which is getting really clear on what I, what I want and need that didn't have any immediate effect on the relationship that would make it really easy for me to be feeling like I was progressing in the things that I wasn't progressing with before because I was limiting myself through the, you know, the, the false realities that I was creating that were fear-based because of past expectations that made it feel like I was being used every single time that I um, got to a point in my business that was good or whatever it might be, um, which none of this is true. And one of the biggest things that uh, I want people to understand is that you need to be looking after your own needs um, and you need to work out what they are because yet again, this is where it becomes the most important. You need to work out what the perfect life looks like to you. Because if you don't do that, it will affect the relationships. If you don't um, have it so it is clear in the relationships, it will come out and manifest in your business. Um, and if you allow it to come out and manifest in your business, you will always go back to um, the fear that something's wrong in the business. Um, when in actuality, and the funny thing is, it's typically because there's something wrong within you and you're incongruent and misaligned. Um, and then you allow your, your clients to do, that, to do that too. And the cycle repeats. It becomes a cycle of avoidance and it becomes a cycle of you never getting what you want. And it becomes a cycle of you um, never allowing yourself to get what you want. And then everyone fucking hates themselves for it at the same time too. But they just never voice, voice their opinions loud enough to, to, to allow that to be the truth at the same time too. Um it's, it, it's a huge ripple effect not knowing the specifics of what it is that you really do deserve and what you want. And it comes down to like knowing yourself well enough um, and aligning your own expectations of what life should look like. Um, because that's one of the biggest things that I have found that has been a huge like game changer for me is getting really clear on what that looks like for me and getting really fucking clear on how that affects relationships business and whether I'd still be in the same business if this was the case or whether I'd be in this relationship if this is the same case. Because you need to be looking after yourself because if you don't, it fucks up the relationship, fucks up your staffing, fucks up your business, fucks up your client relationships and everything starts falling to shit like a domino effect. Um, that's exactly what I don't want for you guys. And that's why I'm willing to be vulnerable, open and share this stuff here because like I've made a lot of mistakes and I know that this stuff works for me. Um, and every person that I've spoken to that's a client or a friend or a, a partner, whatever it is that I share this stuff with, they typically tend to find some solace in it that gives them a clear picture of what they need to do to get out of their own way enough to actually create the life that they specifically said that they wanted. And I don't want that to be any different for you, even if we aren't a client in a client relationship or, and I don't want that to be any different for you at all, just because I care so much about raising um, people's, lives because i give a fuck um i i i kind of don't have too much else to run off in this other than to, to to tie all this together right like your life will be in direct you, 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 sorry what, what, what's the way to do this your life's um you, the, the the way you experience life whether it be good or bad is going to be completely in correlation to the expectations that you set for yourself, your relationships, your staff, your clients and family, whoever it might be. And if those things are not, not aligned, you will feel disharmony all day long and you'll feel disharmony for so long that disharmony becomes the rule and you actually put yourself in a position where you actually deep down hate everything that you're doing. And 
you never actually get to create the stuff that you deserve because you do deserve it. And you know that that's the case. And you run away from that truth every single day because you were too scared to go back and do the deep work to actually understand it. And the purpose of me doing this stuff is to let you know that it's okay. It can be scary. It is scary. It doesn't um, come easy. And fighting for clarity typically doesn't. Um, it may come with some hard decisions. It may come with a lot of uh, fear. It may come with a lot of uncertainty. It may come with a lot of um, you know, unknown unknowns. And all of that is okay, as long as you're willing to believe that it's possible for you at the same time too. Irrespective, my whole purpose in doing these episodes is purely based on the foundation that um, I've been able to come up with some good mental frameworks around a lot of this stuff that's worked for myself and other people. And I'd love to share that with you guys too. Um, and the, the the real like foundations foundation of this is that like we don't get a long time on Earth. Um, like I, 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 I the, the best mentors I've ever had in life are the ones that have told me that like, dude, like you can start on Monday if you want, right? But like you could die on Monday too. And would you be, um, would you be happy with the decisions that you'd made if you did die on Monday and you didn't go all out? on the stuff that you said that you really wanted to? And would you be going to your own graveyard with regrets if you didn't do it that way? I know that I would. And that's why I'm doing these for you guys because I don't want you guys to go to the graveyard with regrets. And I want you guys to live the best life in the most limitless way possible. And it's because I love the fuck out of all of you. Um, I hope that you've taken something away from this. I would love if you have you guys to reach out and let me know what was really uh, impactful for you. Um, I'd love to hear your insights for any clients that are listening. I hope that you guys can take this and get really fucking clear what it is that you guys want in your life and we'll help you guys bring it to life um, for you so you guys can live limitless, li limitlessly at the same time as well. Um, if anyone isn't a client who would like to, you know, chat about that, that's fantastic. Reach out to myself uh, or Josh or someone else on the team. That's totally cool too. If anyone who doesn't want to become a client but took something away from this, um, I, again, I would love to hear what that is. I want to know what effect this will have in your life later on and i know exactly what um what's helping through this stuff too thank you guys so much for listening uh, i appreciate all of you i want you guys to never settle for second best and live limitlessly and i'll speak to you all soon okay that's episode two out if i get an opportunity to do episode number three that means i'll lose another week and i'll share another huge lesson for you guys i love you all peace <laughs>